I respectfully disagree podcast. Have no idea what episode this is, man. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Uh, the episode that was supposed to be coming up, I'm anticipating that. Uh, I think it's going to be a good one. Uh, what happened to storytelling in music? That's the episode that we were supposed to do uh, yesterday, but some things came up. So that's going to take place hopefully this week. But I wanted to jump in because right now, Ja Morant, his name is hot. His name is hot, and I can't let that bypass me. Internet's going crazy. So I want in on it. Today's topic, Internet Gangsters. Right out the gate. I disagree with everything that's going on in regards to John Morant, the Memphis Grizzlies, how people are responding to it. Like today has just been crazy. So for those that have been trapped under a rock, uh, last night John Morant went live. I'm going to assume that he was highly intoxicated. Something was going on because that's the only explanation you can have for that reckless video to be put out there. That or he just simply does not care. And that's what I want to dive into because how do you go live (laughs) and you flashing a, a gun in the video considering the fact that you are right there on the cusp of becoming one of the biggest superstars in the league. Like the NBA is dying for a new face. They were hoping they was going to get that out of Zion, but due to injuries, you know what I'm saying? It's like, who's that next young up and coming face. And it's like, Lucas cold Tatum's cold but are they really marketable? You know what I'm saying? Like kids are gravitating towards Ja. Like even my son, like my son has been watching John Morant, asking for John Morant jerseys. I was actually waiting for his shoes and stuff to come out because my son is starting to fall in love with John Morant. So in my mind, I'm like, you know what I'm saying? He he's marketable. Uh, Shout out to cuz grip. I'm on the Facebook live too. Want to be street so bad and ain't. Why wait till you get millions to want to be a street dude? Bro, you you made it. Nah, I'm telling you, like, that's why I, I couldn't let this go on no further. Nah. I'm, I'm finna chime in on that. And uh, so that was just one of the latest incidents, considering the fact that just earlier in the week, uh, some reports came out about some old situations where he uh, put his hands on a teenager. Then... It said that he went to the mall and threatened mall security and he had like eight or nine people with him then. But it's just like, you know, shout out to the people that listened to the episode with uh, me and P when we did the Shannon Sharp thing. And that's why I was saying in that video, it's like Memphis is trying to portray this image like they're all tough guys and this and that. I'm like, bro, like... I don't know. Maybe it's they've been in they've been in Memphis and and that that culture done rubbed off on them. I don't know, but it's like okay, Tennessee is an open carry, I think. 
So it ain't like he, you know what I'm saying? Like he can't have a weapon. And that's the problem that I have with some of the reactions that I saw today. It's like he didn't do nothing wrong. When did it become illegal to show a gun and this and that? And in my mind, I'm like, bro, he's a sports figure. And I've always been against using athletes to be role models for kids. Because at the end of the day, in my opinion, I feel like they're human. So I'm not saying he should be a model citizen and do everything strictly by the book because of the public or because of the fans. But at the same time, it's like, do you not care about what image you portray to the public? Like, I don't get that. Shout out to Miss Carrie that just joined the live. I got to talk to you. You hey, you know what we're going to talk about. Hopefully, hey, you might want to get on this podcast and we can talk about that too. I ain't going to put you on the spot though. So uh, shout out to you. But um, it ain't about whether or not he can have a gun and what it looks like in this. And it's like, bro, like what image are you trying to portray? It's like, nah, like you literally just signed the Nike deal. Your shoe ain't even hit the market yet for the rest of the world to purchase. And you already damaging your brand. On top of the fact that Powerade just signed an endorsement deal. They just put your name out there like Friday. Oh, shout out to Brandon. I'd love to get together for a pod and talk about, Hey, I'm all for it, man. I'm all for it. Uh, just shoot me a message and we can figure something out. You can pull up or I can come to you, whatever. Um, but it's like, you have young kids watching you, bro. And in today's climate, every kid has a cell phone. They got Instagram, TikTok, and all this and that. And it's like, all your tweets is, come get this smoke. And <laughs> it's free to see what uh, hollow tips feel like. Oh. Oh. Fam. What's going on, cuz? Man. I just want to say this. My bad for interrupting you, man. But you no, know, you good. You know, we we down here where he went to college at. You feel me? So I'm if he was on any, Sorry, go ahead. Well, if he, he was on any of this that he on now, we would have heard about it. Facts. You know what I'm saying? And we, we we never heard about it. Plus, you know, I just went to see I just went to see the Lakers and them play. Bro, if you see how these people are in that arena for dude, like yeah, you know, you know, I'm I'm looking at it like, man, what is dude on? Cause, you know, I see the stuff that everybody else is saying, but one thing, some one thing people need to understand, the NBA is a job. At the end of the day, it's a job. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You getting paid to, to yeah. carry yourself a certain way and to do what they ask you to do and play. Man, right. getting too much money, man. He didn't got down there, bro, and got around the wrong people. I agree. Yeah, that's why I'm telling you now. I'm, I'm gonna get to it. Like I said, shout out Cuz. He's on the live or whatever. I'm gonna figure out how I can get this audio onto this uh, episode because my phone is not synced to the machine or whatever. But he's okay. saying that that uh, you know by Jai going to Murray State, which is down there where where we're from, Murray State was number uh, 45 minute drive. It's like you would have known if that's how he carries himself because he would have been showing out on campus and he would already. And we already had that name and that reputation that followed him into the league, but he didn't. And that's the 
problem that I have with the whole situation. It's like most people that grew up in that type of environment, poverty-stricken environments and things like that, they're trying to make it out. Their goal is to make it out. So once they make it, they're not trying to continue to, to look and live that lifestyle. It's like, excuse my language, like, nigga, we made it. That's behind me now. And that's why I was telling some people on uh, Facebook earlier, I was like, that to me, in my opinion, is the proof that he's not cut from that cough. Because first of all, you damn sure ain't gonna maneuver like that with no camera in your face. You know what I'm saying? Like, how many gangsters you know is in the club flashing guns and everything else for the camera? This like, man is taking pictures of himself with the gun. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm saying, I'm like, bro, like, nah, like, to me, that, that's corny, bro, like. And, and I get it, and I get it, though, like, you probably was drunk. Yeah. But it go back to what, Steve, we go back to what uh, Stack 5 and Matt Barnes were saying, too. You got to get the right people around you, you know what I'm saying? Did you see when they was like, what kind of advice would you give him? It's like a month or so ago. Yep, yep. And they was like, I, saw that. I would tell him to get the right people. Because this the thing. If you had the right people around you, wouldn't nobody even let you do no exactly. shit like that. That'd make exactly. that shit down ASAP. But you, exactly. You know, when you're a celebrity, you put it up for 10 seconds, it's over. They screenshot you. They going to get it. And even if even if it ain't how it looks, the media going to make it look that way. So it's like, it, all you doing is giving them fuel for the fire, bro. Like, come on, man. You... <laughs> And you messing like you up said, your own name, bro. And then, like you said, you've been in the headlines. They talking about you punching on the seventeen-year-old, whether it's true or not. You are right. Ready in the headlines. Sit down somewhere. Exactly, bro. That's why I'm just like, man, you get ready to mess up the bag before you even get it. And it's like, I'm a, hey, go ahead, go ahead. I'm gonna keep it real. When I see how his daddy was acting at the game, though, I can tell. Like, I can't no, ain't nobody telling him nothing. You ain't feel no me? Nobody telling them nothing because that's look. I, I got my little notes over there, and that's what I was gonna talk about too. Because I'm like, you can go all the way back. I think it was last summer when him and his pops was on the private plane and all of that. Like they sitting there getting drunk together, throwing money. I'm like, bro, like your pops is at every game, and you sitting here watching your son crash and burn. That's all. Man, that, I just evidence that you need right there. I just seen this man tootsie rolling at the game, bro. It's wild, man. But but you know what? And again, I'm not trying to sound judgmental or anything like that, but it's like that's how you know that some people ain't used to that. It's like you know what I'm saying, like some people ain't ain't used to success, fame, fortune. And when they get it, they don't know how to act. Then he got all the rappers in Memphis fucking with him. You feel me? Right. Money bagging him at all the games. He giving them shoes. Probably, he's probably fucking with his head. It ain't no problem to it. It is messing with his head. Like, you can tell, bro, because it's like, this is what, his third or fourth year? Yeah. And, you know, I ain't trying to judge him because I'm going to keep it real. And this coming from somebody that was in the streets, came from that type of shit. And then I and I'm gonna keep it real. I ain't ever had to do that, you know. I ain't never had to do that. I chose to do that. But what I'm mm -hmm. saying is, like, it took 
like he got to grow up fast. He 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 already getting millions, so he got to learn to grow up fast and right. be a grown man. Because I didn't become a grown man until I was like thirty three. I feel that. That's I feel embarrassing that. to even say. But I'm gonna keep it real. I wasn't on no grown man shit I was thirty three. Like man, he tripping. Like you said, you didn't make it. You got millions. Bro. You finna get a Here's the kicker though. It's like you coming to the games, you got your daughter with you. You know what I'm saying? Like you you are already in a position where you can bring your kids up in a positive environment. They ain't even gotta see that. And that's why I'm telling people, I was like, bro, you know where we from. You knew how we grew up. It's like that's always been my motivation. I don't want my kids to ever see what I saw growing up. Yeah. I'm trying to keep all of that from them. Like, they'll never know anything about half the stuff that I saw growing up. That's real. And it's like, you have that opportunity, bro. And it's like, you lit. like, what is the motivation behind, I don't know. I don't get it. I feel like he always been infatuated with street shit, but he never, you know what I'm saying? His pops exactly. kept him away from that shit. Now he grown. They can't tell him what to do. He making sure they straight. How you gonna tell somebody what to do that's making sure you straight? You feel me? Exactly. He probably ain't even gonna listen at this point. And then, like I told you, his pops is over here drinking, doing the country <laughs> roll at halftime and shit. I'm like, man, how old is dude? He gotta be young. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I ain't trying to judge him either, but it's like, you know what I'm saying? And that's a whole nother conversation when you start talking about these sports parents that's trying to live through their kids. And that's what's going on, bro. And it's like, hey, my son is on. He's one of the biggest stars in the league. I'm going to ride his coattail to the end. Exactly. Exactly. Now, nah, it was just it was just wild, man. And, that, and that's the part that I, that I hate to see, especially for an up-and-coming athlete. Because then you check out the stuff that's going on with the Alabama situation, the kid down there in Georgia. And it's like, there's no generation different, bro. They all the way different, man. All the way different. I'm just like, bro, like y'all really ready to crash and burn before you even get to the opportunity. They ain't even made it a tripping. Like, that's crazy to me, man. That's wild. And I'm just like, <laughs> like I said, I get it. It's like, myth. It, most people that's down in that area, they know how, how Memphis is. That whole Memphis seems like that's a whole nother world. And it's like, I guess once you get involved in that environment and you the home team and it's like you trying to adapt to the city and make sure that they mess with you like that. So it's almost like you trying to portray this persona and I get it. But it's like once it starts carrying off the court. Yeah, you tripping. Come Come on, bro. I'm going to use somebody for example. Like, I ain't saying Zach Randolph ain't never did nothing because he probably did. We just didn't hear about it. But you yeah. ain't seen him doing none of this silly ass shit. And, and we know his name was good in the streets, you bro. Tell me that's what I'm saying. But it go back to what you said. When you ain't, when you didn't come from that and you always wanted to be that. Yep. I'm telling you. Yep. But yeah, it tripped me out because I'm telling you, man, I've seen how much love he getting in that arena. I ain't been to no that was my first NBA game, but I'm telling you, the atmosphere was different. It's crazy, I though. I felt like I was in the club <laughs> at one point in the time. 
That's why I, hey, I I love going to games until like I said, till all that low management and all that Bron them start sitting out. Nah. <laughs> nah, I'm telling you, I could game before I get to go see though. I wouldn't have been mad if he got hurt three, four games before that. Why the game before I go see this man, he get hurt. Right. Trust me, I done been there, man. I done been there. And yeah. I ain't going to uh, sit on here for your live, man. I just wanted to say that, man, because, you know, we down here. We right here where Mary say that, man. So, yeah, you know definitely. what I'm saying? We know this ain't what you was on because you would have got into something. Exactly. Copy. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. But, man, appreciate you, man. Keep doing what you're doing because I'm going to uh, get off here and just stay watching. Most definitely, man. Appreciate you, fam. Yeah, shout out to Cuz, man. He he jumped on the live, and like I said, I'm gonna try to figure out how to get that audio uh, on the episode, so that way uh, it's you know everybody can hear what he was saying. But that's kind of where I was going with it anyway, because like I said, if if this is who he was, then you would hear stories about him throughout his whole path, and that would have been his story. I mean, think about people like Allen Iverson. You know what I'm saying? Like to me, that's that's the best example that 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 you can use. He was always getting into trouble, and he literally got into that situation where he almost went to prison and was gonna be trapped behind bars before he could even get to college. And we all know Allen Iverson's story. So then he goes to college, gets to the NBA, and even then, once the money came. You know what I'm saying? They started trying to label him because of the tattoos, the cornrows, his clothes, his company that he kept. And it's like, even that ain't got nothing on John. It's like, come on, bro. Like, you out here fighting kids and all that. Like, nah, man. But like, like I said earlier, I wanted to touch on the reaction because people was legit like they don't see nothing wrong with it. What's wrong with it? He didn't hurt nobody. That's his life. And I'm like, bro, like, and I'm not trying to make it a black people thing or nothing like that, but it's like, it kills me with this whole street stuff, bro. Like, why do we want to portray this image thinking that is like, what is it going to prove? Like, what cool points are you trying to gain by brandishing weapons and shit in your videos because if anything ever happens guess what you giving them all the ammunition that they need to build a case against you so if anything ever literally happens they're gonna be like look his camp always brandishing guns they always doing this to doing it like you helping them build the case plus a role model is the kids watching and do this that's what i'm saying because it's like you got to be like, you know what? I want kids to be able to see that we can get out. You know what I'm saying? So why go down that path? And like I said before, it's like, man, like my son, he's all about John Morant now. But it's like, you know what I'm saying? All this going to take is a quick Google search. And now he going to see Jai in the club with the guns and everything else. It's like, nah, bro, that ain't no image that I'm trying to let my kids see. Not at all. So hopefully he he gets that figured out and turned around. And real quick, I'm going to jump to uh, Deion Sanders real quick, bro. 
because that's a whole nother situation where I got a I got an issue with that. And like I said, it, I don't want to use this podcast to make it sound like I'm attacking the African-American community. But it's like sometimes, bro, like we got to understand what battles it is that, that we're trying to fight because a video surfaced where Deion Sanders was sitting amongst the band directors and things like that. And all he said was, I'm trying to create a culture, create an atmosphere similar to how I had it at Jackson State. He said, I'm going to have a DJ in the locker room, which is what he done in Jackson State. And when he comes in with the cameras and stuff and he's like, play my theme music, that's what gets the, the kids roused up. That's what got the crowd fired up. He was like, if I send y'all a couple of songs and things, would y'all be able to get the band in line to where when we come out, the band is playing according to some of the music. And that video went viral and people automatically jumped on Dion again. And everybody accused this situation of like, trying to steal HBCU culture. And I'm like, I disagree. I don't understand that at all. Like, if this is his thing, and this is how he gravitates and he's relatable to the players by coming in, getting music, getting hype, and this and that, what's wrong with him asking the band to adopt some of those things to where these kids are coming out and they feel comfortable. We already know Colorado ain't no university where black people was going anyway, but this might be that push to help raise some of that. And it's like, we got a problem with it. Nobody's trying to duplicate or replicate HBCU culture. You can't, you can't, but it's like, what are we afraid of to where it's like the idea just makes people angry. But at the same time, it's like you ask people to donate and we need to help with the funds and help build up universities. Like where y'all think the money going to come from? Because it ain't coming from African-Americans as we speak at this moment. So it's like you can't ask people to bring in their funds and to bring in their dollars. But then if Deion Sanders sits at the table and he's like, hey, I want the band to get in sync with what it is that I'm trying to do say that he's trying to steal black culture. How can a black man steal black culture? And that's crazy to me, bro. And it's like, I went to the University of Kentucky. Like, we already know the the black population on, on UK's campus is nowhere near that of Louisville or, or Western and things like that. But it's like, that's no different than Waka Flocka being at all the football games last year and the year before that. And I'm like, People just want something to be mad about, bro. And that's the part that, that makes me mad. It's like, are we literally going to complain about every damn thing that happens? Like, you can't never find the positive in nothing. It can't never be, you know what? This may give some of these universities the opportunities to collab with HBCUs and understand how that works, which sheds light onto that culture. And gets that out for the rest of the world to understand the significance of attending a HBCU. Like, you're not going to look at it from that lens. You're not going to look at it from the lens of, you know what? 
Colorado may not be bad after all. I understand it's cold as hell up there, but you know what? Dion's turning this around. He's got celebrities coming to the games. He's got people feeling comfortable coming to this university. So now people may not be afraid to enroll at that school. You can't never find the positive in it. That's wild to me, bro. That's crazy. And that's why I'll I'll never understand it. Like, sometimes I feel like we shoot our own selves in the foot because it's like we'll we'll walk into a school, we'll walk into a, a place of employment, and we'll complain about it not being diverse. There ain't enough diversity. We don't have enough this. We don't have enough that. But then as soon as people start trying to learn more about cultures or learn more about the ways of different, you know what I'm saying, backgrounds, now it's they're trying to steal our culture. And you reject it. So it's like, do you want acceptance or not? Like, which one is it? Because we can't keep trying to ask for both. Like, you can't keep asking to be included in everything that everybody else does. But then when people want to be included with what you're doing, you push them out. A lot of people may not agree with that, but I'm just saying like, damn, like it makes zero sense to me. Like what else can Deion Sanders do, bro? Like to me, it should be looked at as a win. He left Jackson state. He's gone to Colorado. He's trying to bring that influence with him. Like, is it not like, are you not supposed to learn from your past experiences and apply them to everything you do moving forward? Like, is that not how, how life works? So if I go hang out with a group of people and I learn different things and now I move in with another set of people, why can't I teach them the things that I learned from the group that I was previously with? And then adapt to what they got going on and figure out how we can just keep progressing and moving forward. But it's like, <laughs> it makes too much sense, man. It really does. I just don't, I don't get it sometimes. And it's like, man, we ain't going to never get out of this hole if that's the attitude that we're going to continue to have. Like, we want everybody to include us in what they're doing. But we got a problem when they want to learn and, and understand what, what we got going on. That's crazy. So y'all, man, y'all, y'all let me know y'all thoughts, man. When y'all hear this, bro. Like, again, I hate that the last couple episodes that I done had has been be preaching. We are our own worst enemy sometimes like fam, like real talk. And that's the only reason why I'm chiming in on it. Because when I saw the video and I saw the response and I'm sitting there like, how did y'all find a negative and this man sitting like he's sitting in a room and he's presenting these ideas about how he wants it. That's his culture that he's trying to build and bring to this university. He's not trying to steal nothing from Jackson State. Now, if he would have came in and said, you know what, I want Colorado invited to the next classic and the battle of the bands and all that, then all right, you know what? All right, Dion, you tripping, bro. You tripping. But it's like he literally said. We're going to have a DJ in the locker room and we're going to come out. He was like, if you all could, you know, rehearse or practice and figure out different little songs and different things to where when they come out, it's all over the PA system. Everybody in the crowd's getting hype. You know what I'm saying? Like that is his job to help change the culture. 
of the university. Hell, they only won like one game last year. So it's like, is that not a start to him trying to change the culture? It's like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I guess they, <laughs> they supposed to come out to country music or what? Like how else do you motivate a football team? If it ain't with the music that correlates to the people that's in the locker room. But I guess it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, nope. Don't play no black music. Don't have nobody in the band playing black tunes. Uh, shout out to Nelanie, because she was like, uh, black folks want them to play Flight of the Bumblebee from Drumline. I I don't know. I don't know. Shout out to Mary Man who just joined in on the on the live, man. Y'all go check that out. Uh, the Married Man's Confessions podcast. Confessions of a Married Man. Um, but like I said, man, I hate that I I be getting on here preaching and stuff. But my next episode is going to be storytelling in music and why that has become a lost art. I've been taking notes and I really, really want to put focus on that episode to make sure it's a good one, make sure it's entertaining. So we, like I said, we supposed to have done it last night, but we didn't get an opportunity to. So I really wasn't even supposed to be doing this one. But like I said, man, this John Morant stuff getting on my nerves. Uh, Deion Sanders getting on my nerves. Uh, (laughs) I want to talk about Westbrook, but like I said, that don't fit in this conversation. Not in this one. Uh, real quick. And look, it's funny how things work, dog. Cause, uh, Michael B. Jordan. That's what I'm gonna end with. Cause me and my wife, we gonna go watch uh Creed three here in a minute. And uh, the whole situation with him being called a cornball. And it's like, I feel like that's that's perfect. We done touched on John Morant and our culture. We done touched on Deion Sanders and our culture. Now we're going to touch on Michael B. Jordan. Uh, shout out to my bro, Rick. Uh, people have problems when someone comes in and tries to change what was old, something new. Right. Right. It's crazy, man. Shout out to Coach. We talking prime with Jai. I didn't I didn't touched on, on Jai first. Briefly touched on prime. Like I said, once I play this back, uh, if y'all want to continue the conversation, man, y'all y'all more than welcome. I'm just simply stating that I don't agree with the backlash for Deion Sanders. Like, at the end of the day, his job is to help change the culture. And if his job is to help change the culture, then when he presents ideas such as he wants the band to be in sync with how they're coming out, how is that a problem? He's not trying to steal uh, the sauce from HBCUs. He's not trying to have them dancing and doing all that stuff. He's just simply saying to help change this culture, and if y'all are asking him to recruit some of the best kids in the country, what other ways is he going to be able to do that if he can't get the kids to understand that he's on their side and he does things that they relate to. You know what I'm saying? That's how he builds his relationships with these kids. But yet y'all don't want him to do that, but y'all expect him to turn water into wine. Like, nah, bro, like, quit complaining about everything. But uh, Michael B. Jordan, nah. 
I saw people going off on him, calling him corny and this and that. And it's like, uh, what is it? Back then they didn't want me. Now I'm hot. They all on me. Like, if he's sitting around and he's listening to different podcasts and interviews, hell, he got eyes just like we do. I'm pretty sure he's on social media or watching videos and stuff. And if you got a group of people sitting around talking about how he was corny in high school and this and that, and now that he done grew his wings, if hey, now you interviewing me. <laughs> you interviewing me. So guess what? Nah, keep that same energy. I remember when y'all used to laugh at me, call me corny and this and that. So, nah, I'm going to flex my muscles now for real. So I, I just don't get it, bro. It's like we we just want to be mad about stuff. We just want to be mad about everything, man. So, like I said, y'all y'all give me y'all thoughts. They say the nice guy, corny guys finish last, but you pay attention closely. Good guys come out on top at the end. If you're sowing good seeds, good seeds will come back to you. Exactly, bro. Exactly. And that's why I'm like, I sh- why should he feel bad for that? It's like, come on, man. <laughs> Call a spade a spade. Like, nah. I remember when you didn't used to mess with me. Because I tell you what, if this podcast ever blow up, I'm going to remember all the people that didn't share it. I'm going to remember all the people that didn't help. I done asked so many people to come and do episodes and shit, excuse my language, and people go ghost on me. So, nah, I'm going to remind you. We complain simply because we can't. That's it, coach. That's why I'm just like, bro, like, we ain't going to never be happy, man. We ain't going to never be happy. And that's why I was like, I don't want to make it a black-white thing because that's not what I'm saying. I'm just simply saying it's like you can't, turn your back on that man because he went to a university that has a low African-American, you know what I'm saying, population, student enrollment or whatever. You're going to turn your back on him for going there. But then when he does something to help try to erase some of that and help encourage more people of color to come and attend, y'all frown on him for that too. It's like, damn, he can't win for losing, literally. And it's like, bro, I, I just don't get it. I don't get it. I really don't. But anywho, man, like I said, I'm going to go check out this Creed 3, see what they talking about. Um, shout out to everybody that's been uh, messing with the YouTube channel, man. The last time I checked, I was up to 277 subscribers. So I definitely appreciate the love and the support. I hate the fact that I done damn near became a sneaker YouTuber. That's not the goal. That's not what I'm trying to do. Um, the whole motivation behind that was like, everybody knows I'm I'm into uh, kicks and collecting sneakers and things like that. So it's like, I'm trying to have two different things going on under one channel. It just so happens that now that I've been posting shoes and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like the subscribers and the views and things done shot through the roof. And I'm going to try to keep up, you know, different little videos and stuff. But the channel was not for sneakers. The channel was for the actual podcast. And I I hate that I started the YouTube thing so late because there's so many gems that we done recorded in the past that's strictly on streaming services. And I I think I'm going to do a table of contents 
where I just make a list of all the episodes and stuff so that people can actually see it and pick out the ones that they actually want to go back and listen to. Uh, he wasn't the bad boy they wanted. Probably got good grades and was respectful. Now he's reminding them what being that type of man gets you, respect, status, and money. Exactly, bro. Like I said, I don't know if, if you was already planning to touch that. So y'all make sure y'all keep in tune with the Married Man's podcast. Married Man. Because uh, I think that would be a good episode. Right? It's like people was mad at him for calling her out. Like, that's crazy, bro. That's crazy. That's crazy to me. But um, y'all be sure to, man, hit that hit that subscribe button. Like, share, comment. Um, we can only go up from here, man. Like I said the goal for the year was 250 subscribers on YouTube. I've surpassed that. I'm almost closer to 300. Uh, a lot of the sneaker videos and stuff has been hitting well over, you know, 500 plus views and things like that. So now I need the the actual episodes to do the same thing. And that's 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 what we're here for. So I definitely appreciate y'all tuning in, man. Appreciate the love. We out. Yes, toasted. Yeah. No competition. I'm Nisha Toasted. Yeah. I feel so high. I feel so live. My body's in the twine. I'm Nisha Toasted. I feel so live. And I know why that I can't deny. I'm Nisha Toasted. Goody, fine wine. Fools, mock liquor. Wish me I'm high class.